Happy Monday. It's a case of the Mondays. And wow, you know what? We get it done some way or another. We got Dr. Lacey coming to us live from Coffee in the Cars as she's out scouting a new specific center location in Northern California. A doctor's work is never done, but Lacey's work is never, ever done, is it? Never done. And, and I said, Tristan, I'm going to be in a car. I'm going to be drinking coffee. I have my most favorite driver on the planet, my mom with me, and we're just going to do this. So let's go. It's cool. You know, uh, it was a great weekend. I got to spend time with your hubby and friend, Jew. Uh, we were working on Katana while you're up in Northern California dealing with specific center stuff. But I want to start first talking about, you know, you are, I guess I've heard the rumor on the street is you're the teacher's pet now with Jay Abraham. This is the rumor. I, I mean, I really hope it's true. Yeah, I'm kind of, you know, I'm I'm the one. I'm or I'm really working on being the one with him. I love him. He is so great. His he's full of ideas. He's the cutest guy on the planet. I want to be teacher's pet. So okay, so you said he's cute. Okay, so I spent Saturday night a little bit buzz saying to Sean, "You're starting to look like Jay Abraham. You're starting to look like Jay Abraham." I'm like starting like I'm seeing these things like. Little the hair, the way the hair parts a little bit. It's so funny. Alexa said the same thing too. She said, "Sean, like, like no, I'm not. But if I was, it'd be fine because his skin is. So, he kept talking about his skin. Oh, his skin is impeccable. He looks amazing for his age. You know, I, like phenomenal. He's like a porcelain perfect doll. Well, it's amazing. You know, lace. What do we call them? Silver foxes. Silver foxes. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> So you guys had an amazing weekend. I think your minds were uh, stretched, stomped on, re-injected back, fueled up again over and over. If there's anything you could give to the audience today, what was what is one thing that you're that's percolating for you today after that week weekend? With well, Jay? it's really it's really interesting because the um, they're making fun of me a little bit in our mastermind meeting because. One of Jay's big concepts is if you want to grow and expand your business, you need to acquire other businesses in the year. His concept is that you acquire one new business every year. Well, last time we were with him, I misunderstood and I thought he said two businesses. <laughs> so we did that instead. And it yeah. was really it was really funny. They were making fun of me. But the reality of it is what's amazing is whatever you believe your reality to be and whatever you believe to be true can be accomplished right so i thought we need to acquire two businesses and we kept saying two businesses and that's what we did because that was the truth that i was living so that's like just the whole idea of how powerful our thoughts and belief systems are really hit me this weekend and yeah. it made me realize that sometimes we think too small you know um everything is you know our limits are are uh are only the ones that we put upon us. So I just realized that we need to think bigger and have more expansive goals and uh, more, a more expansive vision. And I, I that was, that was big for me. That's, that's awesome. Um, yeah. on our, down in San Diego, after Jay Abraham, Sean came down, we worked, we pounded for two days. Um, and uh, I'll give everyone an update because I know we're getting, I got four messages literally over the weekend. I know. I want to jump on this katana. I know people are excited about what we've been building. Um, it's going to be a slow process because we want to do this right. And we know that uh, it's not your typical, it's not just, hey, let's blow up and sell a thousand of these and we suck and you hate the experience. Right. Because, yeah. 
because it's there's the other big deal that's going to be happening with this is that because it's not just EHR, this is marketing automation. Uh, we are now an email provider, an ISP provider, and there's certain rules and ramifications. So for those of you out there, just transparently, we're just going to tell you, one, Katana is going to blow your world apart. Two, oh, no. it's not going to be a fit for everybody. Three, um, it's going to be sections where we're starting to put our alphas together, which our alphas are going to be about 10 to 12 different offices, and they're going to have certain requirements. Then we move to data. And then right around Cairo Sushi Summer Camp, guys, you can go to come to Summer Camp, get your tickets there. Uh, we'll be launching full scale to about 100 in the general, general uh, area. So um, I know that it's it's not what everybody wants, but it's the right way to do it. And I got to tell you, like, I, I mean, I may be biased, obviously, because this is something that we're involved in, but I, I, you know, I've been working in chiropractic using EHRs since I was, you know, 18, 17. And I got to tell you, like, there is nothing out there like what we're going to launch. I no. am so excited, so excited. And I know everybody else we, will be as well. So it'll be worth the wait. Um, and it'll be worth the wait to have the functionality, um, yeah. the easeability, the interface that we're creating. So I'm excited. Good job. Ah, uh, yes, yes, yes. And, and I want to thank our uh, one of our partners for Cairo Sushi Summer Camp is Cairo Secure. Uh, they've been with us one of the longest partner relationships we've had. Uh, if we haven't had them, we would not be able to do what we do. I want to thank Dr. Stu and his team for their uh, gifts of of candy and coca and all the Yummy stuff for the winter time. Thank you to Cairo Secure. Uh, just a great, great team and great people. If you're looking for malpractice insurance and help there, I know uh, specific centers use uh, Stu and Cairo Secure. Yeah. Um, all right, let's dive in because we have a special guest coming up in a little bit, Dr. Amy Spolster. But first of all, I want to talk about like this big thing that happened over last week, which was this mom who blew up at an airport. Uh, you know, we've all been traveling, and, and so I guess the airline attendant, uh, the kid's name, the mom named the kid A B C D E, right? So, um, it 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 wasn't the uh, it wasn't the smartest. I don't know if it's the smartest name. It's they say it's a ridiculous name. But here's the weird thing: uh, it just came out that there is over. Uh, it's not that rare. So I want to get your take on this, Lacey, because. You know, uh, it's. I said there was about 328 babies, or no, 32 babies called A B C D E, uh, and uh, that's not that's amazing to me. So it's not just one person. But they pronounce it funny, right? Like, or you know, it's like Absidy or something. Absidy, Absidy, Absidy. Yeah, I mean, I, listen, listen. We know that kids are mean. Like, I. So I don't know. Are you trying to toughen your child up? Or are you trying to, like, I don't know what, like, that's a crazy thing. And, and those children are going to be made fun of. And it's so sad. So it's, Mo, it's Dr. Mo. There's Dr. Mo. Dr. Mo says some people shouldn't have children. Dr. Mo. <laughs> I 1000% agree with that. So what's the second kid's name going to be? I, I don't know. You know, they have. F yeah. G H I J K L M N O P. I mean, what are we gonna? I don't know. <laughs> um, but you know what? This, this, you know, we always try to bring it back to full circle of stuff. It gets me thinking about people naming their practices. Like, 
you know, the old days it used to be, how can I name it after like to be in the front of the yellow pages? Right. So you would have an A name, right? Or yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I, I, I always, you know, one of the things that drives me up the wall, Lacey, and I don't know, maybe we don't agree on this, but it drives me up the wall when I hear someone go, well, I was told I can't sell my practice if I name it after my name. And my thought has always been, you are your brand. Like you are, like, especially when you're a doctor and, and Google data suggests this too, because the average doctor's name is searched 40 to 60 times, whereas the actual practice name is, is searched 10, maybe 10 to 20 times a month, unless you are a franchise like this. I was just going to say, so here's the deal though, Tristan, you have to know exactly what you're trying to accomplish when you're naming your practice in the first place. Because if you have a desire to scale beyond one office, then you shouldn't name it after yourself. Right. right? 100% agree. Yeah, absolutely. But no, if you, it's still sellable. That's not going to cause like major attrition because you named it after yourself and then you're no longer there. That has nothing to do with it. Right. So it's still a sellable practice. But if you want to scale, you need to rethink the name. Yes. And I see Amy Spolster is watching. I want to remind Amy, I sent you a message with the link to actually jump on. So click that link so we can put you in the waiting room. It's our little green room. If, if we have a room. It's yeah. A green room. Yeah. All right. So uh, naming, we're going to move on to uh, we're talking about something that is going to be a great segue into uh, Dr. Amy Spolster for what she's yeah. doing um, in, uh, in Coeur d'Alene uh, and with doctors, which is we're going to talk about the stuff that's going on in Texas. Now, I've been a little confused. I reached out to my friends going, something doesn't sound right on one side versus the other. But right. the big thing that's come up is chiropractor's job includes diagnosis, not neurology in Texas. So the Texas chiropractors have notched a win in a long-running dispute when doctors with state appeals court found that diagnosis falls under the scope of practice, but lost their appeal to reinstate neurological components into the practice definition. So they couldn't do stuff like talk about things like I have, which is nystagmus, where your eyes go like 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 crazy cartoon stuff. Right. Um, but I'm still kind of lost on this because part of me says – Yes, chiropractors, you don't diagnose, right? Like that's philosophically, uh, but there's people on one side that are looking and saying, no, they're going to take subluxation out. I have no clue what's going on, uh, but we see sides fighting. Lacey, what is your take? You talked Uh, to people in Texas too. I did, yeah. We we have two offices in Texas, so I reached out to our Texas docs to talk to them about this. Like what's the word on the street when it comes to this? But number one, you know, I'm with you, Tristan. Philosophically, we don't diagnose. And to, to, to fight for the right to have diagnosis codes is an insurance-driven thing. That's why, okay. they, you know what I mean? That's why we need to be able to have diagnosis codes so that you can bill insurance. So if you're an insurance billing office, that totally makes sense. For those that are cash, the fight is not as, as necessary or strong. But you're, the, the neurological component is a component of the subluxation. The subluxation, um, when we are looking at the definition of subluxation, it has multiple parts to it, and there right. is a neurological component. And they're saying in that article that as chiropractors, we don't really have the right to look at the fact that a subluxation is impacting the nerves, and we shouldn't be able to do testing to create a diagnosis off of that. Well, that's kind of scary, 
you know, I mean, like, because that is a component of the thing that we do and we're doctors of the nervous system. And if they begin to take that away from us, you know, where do we go from here? Listen, we're not saying we're neurologists by any means. Right. And so I think that's where that's getting a little, uh, the lines are getting a little bit blurred. I don't know enough about it to talk too deeply on it, but what I have heard is that that particular piece is going to be getting appealed again. Um, that there the, was a, the, neuro, the, the, the scope of practice, neurology. The scope of practice with okay. neurology, that they're still going to fight for that. Um, that there was a, um, that there, that there was a lot of judges that made that decision in the courts and those particular judges are at the end of their term. So it looks like these guys are going to be appealing again and going after that piece to give us that right back, which I think is a great thing. Well, I, I will, we'll stay on, on top of this, uh, and it's a great segue into bring uh, Dr. Amy Spolstra on board uh, here uh, as our special guest this week. Uh, Dr. Amy, I don't know if you heard us talking about what's going on in Texas and the scope of practice into neurology, because yeah. what a perfect segue, correct, with what you're doing. I think it. <laughs> Hi, Lacey. Hi, Lacey, Amy. I don't know what your favorite CD is up there. You got a lot of CDs up there in your car. <laughs> That's my mom's car. I don't know. I don't know. Oh, even more interesting then. <laughs> uh, my um, mom's driving yeah. me around today. Driving. Oh, Lacey. how nice. I don't like it when my mom drives me around. Sorry, mom. If you're gonna watch this, but she's <laughs> like, Amy, I don't need you to tell me how to drive. How many accidents have I gotten? And I'm like, by the grace of God, woman. <laughs> <laughs> We're in California. We can drive almost anywhere, like Boston, El Salvador, New York. We got yeah, there. Right? So yeah. Bay Area, you know. Yeah. Wait, did you, yeah. did, you hear about, did you hear about Sean? Did Sean tell you about what happened with his car? He rented to drive from L.A. to San Diego? Yeah. He's, yeah. He, goes, he, goes, he had exchanged a car because it had a security thing, like a child protective. Like, it couldn't go past 80 or something, and he couldn't get Howard Stern. So he goes up, he's like a little, he's like a little baby. And he's like, I couldn't get Howard Stern and I couldn't drive past 80. <laughs> anyway. Okay, I thought you said he couldn't get power steering. That's what I thought you said. Oh, no, 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 like, Howard Stern. Sean, like, I don't know what I was picturing. I was like, what? <laughs> Amy, you got such uh, a big, uh, your first ever uh, experience coming up. Uh, we have the link overlaid here. You guys can go to CDA Health dot com forward slash new focus yeah. you've been working on stuff for over 10 years internally yeah. and kind of under the radar not really promoting what you're doing let's start with what you're doing uh to share with the world yeah well um what i'm doing i've been working up here i like to say i think i was i am sure i was placed on this earth to do this work because i was actually raised in a by a public school teacher and a neurooptometrist and had a brother with uh, neurodevelopmental disorder. So I was raised um, in a world where I learned about neurology and neurodevelopment like when I was eight. It's stupid. I, when I, I'd like to share the story. When I was in ninth grade, my first speech that I ever gave, Lacey, maybe I told you this, in yes. like our, I'm from Michigan and like in ninth grade, you have to give a, a speech in your English class. And I happened to be visiting my dad the weekend before and I was in one of his lectures and he was always teaching us about brain development. And I was like, Dad, what am I going to talk about? Like, should I do, like, making a peanut butter and jelly sandwich or tying my shoes? And he's all, Amy, talk about, teach about brain development and the developmental hierarchies. And I was like, oh, yeah, obviously. And that's what I did in ninth grade English class. I taught about the 
brain development and how it applies to learning disabilities. And like, it's so stupid to think about now, but that's the world I grew up in. And so I was, you know, I've been doing this stuff for longer than 10 years, but I became a chiropractor about 11 years ago. And um, from the day one in chiropractic school, I knew I needed to integrate multiple different professions to help um, more kids and adults with neurodevelopmental disorders, learning challenges, behavioral challenges, um, autism, socialization challenges, all these things. So my big thing is, yeah, I've just been kind of head down working here in Coeur Idaho. I never really wanted to teach other people to do this. But over the years, I've had a ton of people, ton of doctors reaching out saying, teach me how to do what you're doing in your practice. And here was the challenge. I didn't want to teach people to do what I was doing in my practice because two things. One, I didn't want them to mess it up. And then two, um, I really am the straightest mixer you're ever going to meet. I actually don't think that chiropractors really should have this multi-pillared program in their office. I think that <laughs> Billy, Billy DeMoss just choked on a bong hit, by the way, when you <laughs> So it's like, I, you know, I'm not judging anybody, but I just think especially in this realm of neurodevelopmental disorders, we have, we are positioned so beautifully to help this demographic, but we really, but the thing that I think is lacking and what I'm teaching in, in my programs now, because I finally came around to knowing like, this is how I want to deliver this. Cause I know that the chiropractic community needs to know more about neurodevelopmental disorders, needs to mm -hmm. know more to not necessarily do more, but understand what the role is, what specifically we're doing and how we're impacting development, developmental trajectories, what the heck they are and how that fits into your practice, how you communicate, how you build relationships in your community. Look, these seminars, and then some of you will want access to some of the work that we're doing on a bigger scope, and that's great, and you can take our advanced courses. But this one, this first one, level one focus, is for the doctor, any doctor who has kids, wants kids, sees kids in their practice at all. Not the doctor who wants a whole practice filled with NDD kids. That doctor too. But really, it's it's not a seminar. We're not here. You're not going to come to a seminar and go, oh my gosh, I just learned so much great information and I have no idea how to apply it to what I'm doing. And so then you go home and you do nothing, right? right. This is, we're going to give you a ton of information, but we've boiled it down after 10 plus years of this work, we boiled it down to a really easy to digest, um, very simplistic model so you can understand and it will you will have so much clout in your community and with other professionals because you get it now. You get the big picture. You will get how to implement it, specific procedures. It's so exciting. I'm so excited. Yeah, we're excited for you. And obviously, uh, Lacey uh, has had a, a deeper internal perspective on it. Uh, one from the chiropractic standpoint, two as as uh, you guys have collaborated together to grow as uh, in, a, in a coaching relationship. Lacey, uh, what what is your perspective on this? Uh, that maybe the public should know that that we didn't hit on this. Here's what I want to say. What can you hear me? Okay. Yeah. Yeah. You came back to life. Okay. Good. <laughs> I came back to life. Good. So what I love about what Amy's providing. Um, I think the biggest component for me when she told me this is that her program will allow. I think we lost her. 
We might have lost Lacey. She this is what it's like to have a disconnect in your sensory systems, guys. This might be what it's like, let me teach you, when your kids sit in the classroom and they're not ready to learn. Wait, yeah, touch on that again. This is what it's like for a kid that might- Yeah, so, you, so really understanding what is happening in neurodevelopment and the developmental tra trajectories. We teach at eight developmental trajectories in the focus program and the focus seminars and they're pretty simple but you really need to understand them and so it helps you understand how a kid is processing how they're not processing why they're having certain behaviors what behaviors and red flags you need to look for and then that helps you understand the neurological underpinning and what they're experiencing from sitting in the classroom to why they might be having challenges learning or behavior to coming into your office and why you need specific office procedures specific communication specific ways to adjust them, not technique necessarily, but specific ways to interact with the, with these kids based on understanding individually where they are in the developmental hierarchies. This is one of the biggest things I see um, and the feedback I get from doctors is they're like, hey, I go to these seminars. Um, Monique's like straightest mixer ever. Yep, that's me. They go to these seminars and they're like, great. So I'm rah-rah up and you know I'm excited about working with these kids. I get that they need us but I still don't really know how to make it work in my practice. And I really don't know how to make, I mean, these kids, a lot of them, they're wild little wolves, right? They come in your office and they're like scaring the rest of the practice members. They're messing up your bathroom. They're spraying the spray stuff everywhere They're you know, because they're a little bit dysregulated. Right. And so that scares doctors. They don't get yeah. it. And so let us help you create really, really simplistic changes that are going to like change everything for you. Well, the seminar, you guys can go to uh, cdahealth.com forward slash new focus. Uh, Dr. Mo literally just put down the Oprah. I think <laughs> the Oprah effect. She says everyone should take this seminar. Uh, if Dr. Mo tells you to do it, because Dr. Mo knows. Dr. Dr. Mo knows. <laughs> yeah. So, Amy, I want to thank you for hanging out. Uh, and uh, I'm going to kick you out. In the meantime, I want everyone to go to cdahealth.com forward slash new focus. Check out some of the content there. Reserve your seat uh, so you can stay in the loop. Uh, it will be coming up right around the corner, January, and, uh, and, and when you guys are going to start planning your stuff. But February 27th, in beautiful Coeur We get You know what? Finally get to hit Coeur up. Yeah. And guys, we're doing some really cool stuff um, because I don't do things small. And uh, we have a lineup of our focus um, parents coming in. We're going to do like a Q&A cocktail hour with the parents um, oh, nice. in the evening, one of the evenings. So you guys can hear directly from the parents about what they need you to know. So cool Beautiful. stuff. Beautiful. Yeah. Amy, thank you so much for hanging out. Thanks, guys. We still got you, Lacey. Uh, everyone's saying you look like a rock star. Lacey? Might have lost Lacey here. You still with me, Lace? She's probably in, in trouble town with, with connection-wise. So we'll close up for a case of the Mondays. I want to talk real quick about... You there, Lace? Lacey's, Lacey's going through, uh, 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 what's that show on Netflix? Stranger Things. She's in, she's in upside down land right now. So uh, we'll connect with Lacey at another time. 
Uh, I want to talk real quick about what's going on with uh, the hottest advertising trend in 2018. It's the only advertising trend that's actually growing this year um, and, alongside digital, obviously. But as TV, radio, magazine, and the death of the newspaper keeps happening, there's actually something besides digital that's growing and something that you never thought it would be. Because in the 20s and 30s, this, this, this modality of advertising blew up. Uh, especially in big cities like Times Square and in New York City, LA. Um, but today it's growing at a rate of 2.1%. It's billboards. But they're growing because of the tech integration. So now you can actually have, uh, let me see if we got Lacey back here. I'm going to try to bring her back in. Lacey, you still there? Am I back? Yeah, you are. So I was telling everyone about the growth of the 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 uh, billboards. You're driving around. Have you noticed any billboards catch your attention while you've been driving? Yeah, but I got to tell you a secret, though. It's the billboards that have an ad that I see over and over and over again. And I was like, I saw that guy um, two miles down the road. You know what I mean? Yeah, so it, it, it's consistency and repetition. Repeatability, yes. Yeah. Now, it, it, let me ask you this, because, you know, as a, as a owner of a large growing franchise model, was, was, has, has billboards ever been on your radar for something that you would invest in? You know, not, no, it hasn't been on my radar, but I did read that article and I thought that was very interesting. There is something to be said about the billboard ads that have the video, like the TV capabilities, right? Where it, you, you can actually have movement and changing words and imagery. Like you see in New York, you know, they're creating billboard ads to look like that now. So, I mean, I don't know, maybe it is in our future. It's very we, different. We love, I love data and I'll say this, uh, Nielsen study found that combining billboards with digital ads can lead to a four times increase in online activations and conversions. Other studies have shown billboards can lead to lifts in up to 54% in search traffic, 38% in Facebook interaction, 25% Instagram engagement, and 47% in sales conversions. That's better than radio and print and just below what you sure. get from TV. But it's also about, we know that chiropractors are going to go, what about price? Now, it might be a higher investment, but for, for return on impressions, uh, billboards are probably one of the most affordable advertising when it comes to cost per measurement. So the advertising sector, some of the highest is TV and magazines. And Facebook has actually grown to be the third highest CPM. Billboards and radio is actually the lowest. Uh, so it's cost effective. And the stats show that it can improve everything from list building, retention, conversions, traffic, all that yummy stuff. So my tip of the week is going to combine with this is go look at your options for billboards in your community, people. It's the advertising trend of 2018, but no one would believe. That's right. But Tristan, I got to ask you a question. Yeah. Because we're talking about data. So here's where my mind starts to go. I love those stats and I love where that, where you're going with that. But the question is, is that for products? Is that for services? What kind of services? Because when you're talking about chiropractic and you're talking about healthcare, I mean, it, it take that sales cycle is a lot longer than buying mm -hmm. a necklace at K Jewelers, right? Like, so 
what do those stats look like for service-based businesses? You know, I, I don't have that information on here, but I will, I will say this. I think that there's a perspective. Let's look at it from a chiropractor's perspective of, of branding by itself. Sure. Having my face and brand seen over and over when we're talking about cost per impressions and it being that low. And that's why radio still works. But like you said, you were driving down. It's like I kept seeing, I kept seeing. Yeah. That's the same thing with radio. I remember starting radio years and years ago. And I had that whole like, oh, my God, we just put $4,500 into a month of radio ads and nothing happened. But what was weird was three months down the road, all I kept hearing from people was I kept hearing you on the radio. And then another three yes. months down the road, it was the conversion started happening from it. But it was also counteracted with our digital advertising, with our SEO and content strategy, right? So yes. I, I think that I think that from a branding element, like if my face, like the Grant Cardone, like the uh, you know my face can't be seen enough. Uh, it's about attention and awareness. No doubt, it's a great if you can afford it investment in the branding. But here's where you segue. I, yeah. Well, I was gonna say that's actually my tip, Tristan, and I want to hit on that because I think it's important when you're investing your marketing dollars into ads or campaigns or certain initiatives you need to make sure that you're very comfortable with what the question they want to put money in and get immediate return on it patients directly from the billboard but that's not yeah. how that works when we're creating brand awareness they can be coming from all sorts of places as a result of seeing your face over and over and over again, and you may never hear that they came from the actual billboard. So if you are comfortable putting money into something that's creating awareness, you should definitely do something like that, but not expect to get a patient off of it right away, right? It's a it's the long-term game. Well, the other side of that is you you have this, you have this, uh, you have this blank canvas that you can do, just like you would with print with radio, with your digital ads. Right. I can hear John Sung Kim pounding in my head. Are you tracking? Are you track? Like that's, that was, you know, John would be like, John lovely says this. I'm the, I'm the Asian man with the math complex, right? Like yes. John will say, why is there not a tra tracking number? So if I was going to get a billboard ad, my billboard ad might be like, text me, like, you know, have a question. Text me. So not only do I get the branding element of being a trusted advisor, but maybe I can get some conversions that I can track from that. And here's a Katana plug, because if it's in Katana, that text message might go directly right into your Katana EHR. And now you have a prospect that you can follow up with lead automation. Right. Stop there. But yeah, I mean, you know, having a tracking DID phone number. I mean, this is a problem across the board with uh, Google AdWords is people go, I don't know. What, if I'm growing, uh, they're tra most chiropractors tracking is horrible anyways, but let's just pretend that right. they say, I get new patients from uh, online. Well, how do you know if you're getting it from Google or your website, right? Like Google ads, well, do you have tracking? Have you invested in tracking phone numbers? Do you have landing pages set up specifically uh, for those ads? So uh, I, think there's, I think there is conversion and list building tactics that you could use with billboards. I think it's a little bit harder because- yeah. You know, text and drive. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> but that's, and that's, what's so important. Like we always ask, Oh, how did you hear about us? Or 
who referred you to the office? You know, the questions should be, where are all the places that you've seen us? Or where are all the places yes. you've heard about us? Circle all that apply, you know, billboard, Facebook, you know, from a friend. Because we, we all, you know, people have a tendency to tell you that they heard about you from the last place they remember, not all the places they've actually seen you. So when you're trying to track, you need to dig a little deeper and figure out what part of your marketing initiatives are actually working. Absolutely. Well, we got through you in a car. Uh, I, I wish Barely. you good luck with your, your 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 hunting. I want to remind people to it's December. You have this whole month to get your reduced early adopter pricing uh, tickets for come to summer camp. If you've heard any rumors on the street, they're true. We're not going to talk about it till January, but some leaks got out there about who we have. Yes, we have invested that amount of money into these type of people it's going to be insane um so go to come to summercamp.com to reserve your seat get early adopter pricing uh me and lacy will be here at the same time next week with you guys uh lacy go kill it in north in northern california today will do thanks so much everybody have a great day and thanks for being uh in the car with me on this case of the money